What's going on, everybody? We'd like to welcome y'all to another episode of Crown Conversations, a podcast. I am your host, AJ. And I'm the other half, Jenna. Hey, y'all. How was your weekend? Um, My weekend was fine. We celebrated our world out and your birthday, remember? Or do you just don't remember? I sort of kind of remember and don't. <laughs> That's how lit we were. <laughs> but yeah, we did celebrate our rollout of our podcast. Yeah, it was a lot of hard work. And we did celebrate my birthday, but my birthday is actually not until this Friday, June 28th. So if you mm-hmm. guys want to wish me a happy birthday, please just, just, my only wish is if you wish me happy birthday, just say happy birthday. Do not hit me with the HBD because I just feel that's just disrespectful and lazy as fuck. But what if they Russian and they just like, oh, snap. It's a nah, birthday, if HBD. you Russian, you need to find time because there's really, it only takes 10 seconds. If that, to type happy birthday, if you can't do, just save it. So what if it's like on the situation? Okay, so you know what? If they say HBD, they see you HBD, what are you responding back? I don't. See, that's that's not nice. Because that person, I mean, okay, yeah, they said HBD, okay, but that's not nice. Nah, because before HBD was a thing, what were people saying? Happy birthday. Exactly. Let's keep up with the trend. I know everybody likes shortcuts and being quick and easy and shit, but some things it's just protocol to be. What if it's somebody you haven't heard from in a long time? If it's somebody I haven't heard from in a long time, they definitely need to say happy birthday, like full out. And if not, just don't say it. Like see, I'm not feel, that pressed. See, well, I don't get HBD. I don't, well, I don't really be paying attention to it like that, honestly. But if you send me a happy birthday, which my birthday is next month, I don't, if you see me HBD, I just say, I just I might send a kissy face, and I'll just send thx. Yeah, like thx kissy face. You I, abbreviate it. Yeah, I abbreviate I'm about to abbreviate it. back with you. So, so then we'll we'll be on the same wavelength. Now you know if you want to send me like happy birthday with the balloons that pop out, I'm all for that. Like you know that's that's fine with me. But anyway, j- just show me real love and I'll reciprocate the same. Real love. So this week we're gonna get right into it. So we're intersecting or putting together a new segment um, where we highlight people, whether they be celebrities or whether they be Mm -hmm. people we know. Mm -hmm. So we have our king of the week, our queen of the week, and then our jester of the week. The fool. The The, fool. When you do clownery. The clown comes back to bite. You right. All right. So I'm going to go first. My king of the week is uh, Mr. Tyler Perry um, for receiving the Ultimate Icon Award at the BET Awards, which aired last night. Mm-hmm. Um, after, you know, hearing so many people speak well of him, what he's done for the community, for the black community, um, I just feel like, you know, he should be highlighted, you know, for the things that he's done. I know he catches a lot of flack sometimes for the things that he does, blah, 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 but I just really feel like the opportunities that he has done for us supersedes all that. And if you took the time to listen and watch the show, you would understand why I have him as my king of the week. Now, my queens of the week, I actually have two. Um, I want to um, shout out Meg Thee Stallion um, because, cause of course, she's just a dope-ass rapper to me. As a woman rapper, she kills it because I feel like she's talented, she's intelligent, she writes her own shit, and I feel like she can wash a lot of these men out here, the new men anyway, that are on the come up. Um, and then also, um, she made she's one of the three women that made a double XL cover, freshman cover. And then also, she's just been dropping fire ass freestyles nonstop. So that's my first queen of the week. My second is one of our friends, one of our FAMU alum, Camille Freeman. Um, if you don't follow her on Instagram or Twitter, please follow her. Her um, handle is who, so W-H-O, Camille. Just want to shout her out because she's been dropping fire-ass freestyles as well. Um, and she's really just been on her grind with dropping songs and, you know, rapping and really trying to pursue her music career. That Moet freestyle, that Moet song, the Moet, mm-hmm. that right there. You like that? Slap. She also got a song that she let me listen to. It's like an alphabet song. She hasn't dropped it yet, like officially. 
Ooh. That shit is fire. Like, out of all the songs that she has released, like, this is no gas, no cap, no smoke. Like, that song is a fucking Well, I remember hit. my first time hearing Camille Freestyle. Mm-hmm. It was... Uh, it was on campus. I'm not sure if it was for something with her sorority. Mm-hmm. But I think they did a video. They did a video. And she had to, Um, she was like, she rapped for yeah. like a good, strong minute. And I'm like, okay. And she can sing. This is talent. Yeah. And I'm glad she's, you know, using her voice now to do exactly what. That's a gift, knowing how to freestyle like that. Period. Off the top of the dome. Because I be thinking I be freestyling, but I just be sounding a fool. I just freestyle for you before we started. You did you did a little I did a little something now. Don't let me get on the mic. <laughs> I did a little something to Lino. So who you said you didn't have a king or queen of the week. I agree with you on the Tyler Perry part. Okay. I agree that, you know, he he said what he had to say. Mm-hmm. And he um he made valid points. Okay. Because his studios that he he uses now, mm-hmm. Fort McPherson. I'm not sure if a lot of people know what Fort McPherson is in Atlanta, but it was like a military base. And it had been there for years. A Confederate military. Yeah, base. so it had been there for years. And but no, they were still using it. Yeah, they were still using yeah. it. But the originality of it was the Confederate base. Mm-hmm. And now when you go to Lakewood train station, I'm pretty sure nobody. I don't know if you know about Lakewood train station, but when you go in that area, when he said it was like one, in one of the hoodest areas, mm-hmm. he was telling the truth, a hundred percent. And I'm applauding him because now when you go over there. It looks completely different because it says Tyler Perry Studios. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's like, well, dang, like it's right here smack dab in the middle of the hood. So when he made mention of that, his speech, I loved 100% of that. Um, so, no, I, so I do agree with you. The queen, the king of the week, mm-hmm. queen of the week. I'm a little iffy on Megan Thee Stallion only because. Only because of her wardrobe situations that we have all been struggling with, especially at the BET Awards. Okay. And I'm not saying I'm not, that's my girl. That's my, that's the, when you get in my car, that's who I'm bumping. That's who I'm riding to. But I feel like in this point of her development of her career, some got to give and that's what has to give. Okay. I, I agree. Uh, uh, I'm not uh, going to uh, sit up here and act like everything she wears oh, okay. is on point. But I want people to just think of your faves. Like the people who are like, have made it made it now and look real good. Check out their beginning stages. They were struggling. And they, to have a stylist, it costs money. I'm not in making the stylist's pockets at all. You're right. However... In order to have the top stylist, you got to be making top dollar. And she might not be making top Never have I yet. said that she needs to have a top stylist. Never did I say that. You didn't say that. I said that during this time in her development of her career, she needs to hone in on her image and how she looks. I'm not taking away from the cowgirl thing, the stallion thing. Mm-hmm. Listen, I am 100% in support of the stallion movement because if you know me, I am a tall, fit girl. And that is what I encompass. So, oh, so I, I understand how difficult it might be to find clothes. But since she is a reference, since she getting the coins, since she getting the bag, it's not hard. Okay. Who I'm blaming it on is her actual stylist. Because you should know better. He, he got to go. You should know better. He, he should most definitely know better. And I don't know if it's because he's not. I I know people now that are trying to be stylists, and I give mm-hmm. a I give a I give props to everybody that's trying to be a stylist, that's shooting for the stars. Be, and the people that I do know can dress their asses off like it's not even funny. Yeah. And they I don't know what they charge. Like they probably charge what fifty dollars for consultation. I don't know because I don't. I'm not in there. Yeah. I'm not in the wear page. But from the people that I do know that are that are in New York City, it's um. Some here that I know in Atlanta, they doing the damn thing. So it's it's no excuse for you not to keep up with the trend. Okay. We I agree. all listen, I Antonio, agree. listen. We all know every fall winter there's a new what? Uh, a new color, a new style, a new something. Every spring, summer, there's always what? 
a new color, a new style, so forth and so I forth. I said I agree. Okay, I'm just letting you know. So he, the, her stylist needs to be sitting down doing research. Okay. Instead of dressing my dog up in a, the next looking, got my dog looking like, um, like what's my boy name? Next in, rodeo. What's my boy name in Toy Story? Woody. Woody. So who's your jester of the week? Because I don't have one. Carisha. <sighs> Period. 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 And I'm going to tell you why she, and I'm going to tell y'all why she is my jester and the clown of the week. Because when you do clownery, that clown comes back to bite. And it's about to bite. I'm ready. Carisha lately, okay, she announced her pregnancy. Got it. Okay, that was, that was dramatic. It was the little fake tears. You know, of course, you got to build the package. That was like a PR package. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got to get your audience, you know, your, you know, oh, I'm pregnant. Girl. Folks already knew that. Okay. But when you take your little behind to this BET award stage and do this half-ass performance, mm-hmm. I'm tired. Because that's not the, like, we have, everyone's been complaining about how she performs. Literally everybody. She's boring. She, ha- she has no stage presence. None whatsoever. And I'm not saying that, oh, okay, well, you know, you need JT. She can hold it down on her own. Mm-hmm. But it's just when it's time to perform on a stage, it's like she get she gets a bird brain. And like it's not even a bird brain. It's like she don't even want to be there. It's like I'm just gonna get on this bitch, say my lyrics, boom. boom I seen boom, her. That's it. I seen her in Vegas when she performed in Vegas. That little you know act up song. Mm-hmm. She stood in one spot. So yeah, I would I would be pissed if she was to headline something, which they do. That's what I'm saying. Like. And Give you us something. And you can't even blame it on her pregnancy because before she was even pregnant, she was doing the same yeah, shit. So that's my jest of the week. If you agree with me, thank you. If you don't, thank oh, you. Because well. I mean, that's just what it is. Um, and they could have kept her. They could have kept that little performance. Actually, they could have put her on the Nissan stage. Actually, she was gonna do that shit 100%. right on that side stage or for the um oh. opening stage. Hello. So yeah, she's my just a week, and you know what? Maybe next week she might be my queen of the week. Who knows? But for right now, the the antics that she's showing me with the PR package of the pregnancy <laughs> announcement that was a rollout. And then you got me sitting up here looking at you like you crazy. That's a mess. When it comes to you know, but I can tell you know for right now, right for right now. Okay, she's my just. Everybody can always get redeemed. Yeah, of course you can redeem yourself. Okay, so since we are on the topic of BET Awards, performances, and all that, we're going to roll right into our topic of the week. Bet. Which is the BET Awards. Of course, you know, it aired last night, so it only makes sense for us to discuss it and talk about, you know, the happenings of it, the highlights, the things that we like and what we don't like. But before we get into that, before we get into all the fun stuff, I need to get some things off of my chest. Well, it aired Sunday. Yesterday, Sunday. Oh, but when people hear, my bad. So when you guys hear it, the BET Awards aired on Sunday. I'm sorry, <laughs> but no, like I need to get something off my chest. Get it off your chest, boo. Because it has been bothering me like for years and years and years on end. Mm-hmm. And you know, I might have said a little bit here and there, but it needs to be said because I feel like it's getting to the point where it's just like ridiculous. I am honestly getting tired of seeing my people, my black people, downing the BET Awards. BET Awards or war show shows may not be your thing. I got it. It's not everybody's thing. If that's the case, keep your fucking mouth shut. <laughs> Wait, okay. But when it starts to spew into hatred, like, oh, y'all still watching the BET Awards? Oh, the EBT Awards, like really downgrading a show that was created for us and by us, that gets on my nerves because if there wasn't a show that highlighted black talent and highlighted the accomplishments of us as black people, y'all would be hooting and hollering in these streets with signs ready to protest because y'all want inclusivity and diversity. But when we have it, you guys don't appreciate it. And then you wonder why other races take us as a joke because we don't take the things that we have and appreciate them. That absolutely grinds my gears and is annoying to me. I'm pretty sure that there are plenty 
plenty of white people who do not like Donald Trump. But I have never been around a group group of people who have downed Donald Trump publicly. If they don't like him, they do it behind closed doors. We're the only people who feel as though it's necessary to always down something that is black and think the shit is funny and it's not because we are always the laughing stock when it comes to race. We are very progressive as a race in every other avenue. But when it comes to sticking with our own and supporting our own and pushing our own, we lack. And it is absolutely disgusting. It's disgusting. And I see and I watch whenever the Grammys are on, whenever the Oscars are on, y'all black asses is ready and running to the TV screen. And y'all know good and damn well this shit is boring. (laughs) I see it. Y'all watch the Grammys because Beyonce is on there. Y'all watching the Grammys because our black acts are on there. When you see them other performers up there, y'all be like, oh, who is this? Oh, it's time to go to sleep. Blah, blah, blah. The problem is y'all don't know what y'all want. Y'all got a black show, you're down. You got a white show, it's a problem still. I would just appreciate it if you have something negative to say about the BET Awards. Just keep your mouth shut because it's for us. It's my favorite award show because it's the one award show that I don't have to turn and get sleepy with. Like I enjoy it from beginning to end. It's literally like a family reunion. Everybody who has been on high hiatus from social media comes back and listen mm, and you know tweets and watches it. Yeah. Granted, it has its hang-ups. It has its hang-ups sometimes, meaning like as far as production-wise. But it's not not easy running a million-dollar show. You know what I'm saying? A multi-million dollar show. It's well, not that easy. I mean, you're right, but I feel like some some of the some of the complaints that people give mm-hmm. um is pretty much because of production and of um, for example, the uh, the happy hour. So I it, think it I was think the problem pe- with happy hour. I think hour. when people start complaining, it's because we expect so much and then when those expectations aren't met, that's when the complaints happen. You get what but I'm saying? But even still. Because I even complained about the happy hour. Okay, I did too. But it wasn't like an hate, a hatred thing. It was like, okay, y'all can, you know, do better. But even still, if you're compla- who are you to complain? Like, it is a show. Shit happens. I mean, everybody is human. I understand everybody wants everything to be flawless and it's supposed to be whatever, whatever. But all errors aside... There was no error yeah. as bad as the error that happened on the Oscars a couple of years ago when they mistakenly announced what was it? Fairyland? Moonlight. Some Moonlight. somebody. Moonlight won the Oscar. Moonlight but they actually won, yeah. but they announced the wrong ants. I mean, the wrong um, movie. Mm-hmm. That was a fucking melee. That was a big one. But nobody was hooting and hollering about that. Mm-hmm. It was all Gucci. Oh, everybody makes mistakes. Blah mm-hmm. blah blah. I haven't seen BET make that kind of mistake. The only mistake I've consistently seen with BET is the teleprompter. Which nobody is know, minor. Nobody knows what a teleprompter is. And what I've also seen consistently messing up is, and this is coming from like a productive point, mm-hmm. you know, is the happy hours. And the only reason I keep saying the happy hours is because you have to get people in to watch it. Mm-hmm. So you have to get participation. The crowd was dry. The host didn't audition, didn't audition at all. That, that, that host. The crowd was dry. I get what you're saying wholeheartedly, 110%. But you, how you start is how you bring people yeah, in. Yeah, so that's, that's what I mean. So you have to make sure you get that, that um the audience to. But the talent wasn't there. For the, for I the didn't happy even see hour. any talent. Who performed? Blueface got his happy ass up there. Blueface, baby. And barely rapped. Blueface. Rotimi up there hooting, saying, oh, what listen, does he do? Listen, nigga, we listening. What does he do? Perform. Though? He acts, which he needs to stick with. He tries to do a crossover acting and I guess singing. Because he plays in power, right? He plays in power. Stick to acting, my brother, because that Cause stage presence is not is not where it's at. So what he was trying to do was rap or sing. Like, I don't I get the music part. I couldn't tell you. The mm. only per- there was two performances that I got hyped for. Of Megan. course, I got hyped for Megan okay. and Saweetie. What? I thought that shit was hype. I mean, uh, even though she was out of breath. I thought, I like the song. My type is, is, is a hit. Like, it's a, it's a dope song. It's going to be a one-hit wonder. Okay. So, since I got that off my chest, the main moral of that story is appreciate what you have while you have it. Because if the BET Awards goes, 
y'all gonna be sitting around looking crazy, just like how y'all be saying, oh, I wish we had 106 in Park when you had it. Y'all were complaining about that too. Well, support your own. Support your own when you have the opportunity to support it and stop supporting that other bullshit that doesn't like, give a fuck about you. I feel like BET is about to do a whole revamp thing because you know they announced the BET Plus streaming device. I mean, um, the streaming service. Yes. Now, what I said to myself was after that announcement was if BET don't have, don't give us back them old reality shows, like I need College Hill. If College Hill ain't on it, I kind of don't want it. Like mm-hmm. I need to see. College Hill, Virgin Islands, when a girl got socked with the shoe. I need to see College Hill, Miami. Because when Cal told that girl to get them wing, the reels about that uh, microwave. With that mesquite taste. Hello. I need to see um, the Virginia State one. That is my favorite College okay. Hill. I need to see, give me some episodes of the basement something like you gotta I keep feel like it's slowly stuff is going to revamp if, if you know what now they don't even you know artists are making videos now but they're going straight to where world star hip-hop like you very rarely will see an artist do a um a video now so even if they try uh, to come uh, back uh, with the count that could be ain't dropping no shit on world star hip-hop well, you know what beyonce just she listen 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 whoa let's scale back some queen b is dropping. She got her own little production service, okay? So she don't have to. She don't have to drop on World Star Hip Hop. She can drop right now, and we gonna be tuned in the title. That's what I'm saying. There, 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 there are these, there are these streaming services now that just take over. So where would BET be able to give us a 106 apart? I feel like the 106 and Park I is feel like it's gone. If BET decided to bring back 106 and Park correctly, mm-hmm. correct time slot, people would be tuned into it people and have would, the right host. But the material, like I feel like what after material, free, the the videos, the just there stuff are like that, like who, have dro- who are dropping videos on Where I Start Hip Hop. Anyway, Where I Start Hip Hop. So let's once, continue on once free, with the fruit. Once Free did the Wait Till You Hear My, I mean, the Wait song, the Whisper song, uh-huh. when she dropped that freestyle. Listen, listen. When Free dropped that freestyle on that song mm-hmm. and it came out and BET ushered her to the door mm-hmm. and they brought in who? Roxy? Uh uh-uh. uh. It wasn't Roxy. It was Julissa and Big Tigger. Okay, well, whomever. Once, once Free and AJ was gone and they kept choosing these. These hosts that just I knew it was over with from there. Okay. Then Bow Wow was on there. I really knew it was over with from there. Mr. 106 apart. So Okay, so, no. so we'll get into the meat and potatoes of the BET Awards. What we liked, what the highlights were, what we didn't like. Okay. So where do you want to start? You want to start off with be- we'll start off small, best dress and worst dress. I only had a best dress. My best dress goes to Fantasia for the women. Um, I feel like she just looked real, real clean, real sophisticated in the all-white look that she had. And then she also looked good when she performed. On the men's side, I feel like Tyler Perry was real clean. And I feel like Tip was real clean in that all-white. I feel like he looked really good. Mm. Who do you feel for the um, best dress? Well, I agree with you on Fantasia. Okay. Fantasia did look good in her all white. Mm-hmm. And I did enjoy Karuche's, that yellow tailored The mustard suit. That did look good. Karuche looked good. Listen, I do love me a good, I do enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Chris Brown was just dogging Victor Cruz out saying he looked like a mannequin. So now every time I see Victor Cruz, I can't unsee mannequin from yeah. how he's getting, you know, so I just, mm-mm. But, oh, Sierra looked good too. Okay. Sierra did look good, but you know Sierra never comes to disappoint. That's true. She would give us leg. She'll give us a whole image. Yeah, she looks real good. Her she, body is bananas. You know what that goes to? Her stylist. Okay, can we go to your worst dress, please? I'm t- Ella May. I thought you had somebody. Oh, you switched? I switched because I forgot that Ella May had on a neon suit looking thing with the she had on a neon uh, green suit 
I don't feel like it was bad, but it wasn't all that either. And Black China with this Dolly Parton. Somebody said she looked like Dolly Parton, and I about fell out. Oh, I'm not done. I got one more. Okay. Sweetie. I don't know about Sweetie's look. I do. And I'm no. not really one. Excuse me. I'm not really one to talk about women and like their hair, but that Sweetie one baby look hair side and Antonio. one not. Antonio, it ain't even about the baby hair, baby. It ain't about that. that. It's not always about the baby hair. Oh, wow. Sus had on a hot pink mini dress type thing, and then she had the nerve to give me a sea blue, baby blue glove type thing. So, no, she looked like. Yeah, the, she looked bad. She looked like the couch that was in I Dream of Genie's um, mm-hmm. thing. Her, the the I Dream of Genie's um, face. The couch. The couch. Okay. The interior so is what she looked like. Best man. I didn't really see a lot of men like that. Um, from the men that you did see, did you see anybody was like, okay, that's cool, that's no, nice. I okay. did, I didn't really see a lot of men like that. But then again, like I'm not really into that whole like I don't really get into like how you just told me you don't really get into like the female look. stuff. Okay. I will, but I know what I what I know what I I know what looks good and what doesn't look good. And I, you know, Ti did come through with his all white with the mm-hmm. Nipsey. What those Nipsey blue um loafers that he had on? I think so. I think yeah, and um, I won't say little baby was best dressed because I don't know what he had going on with this um. The best thing looking. It was very basic. They didn't show yes. up. Like, that's another thing I like to address, too, when it comes to the award shows. Yeah, no. Like, some of the artists treat the BET Awards, like, just like it ain't shit. Like, they really just come, like, they just rolled the fuck well, out of bed. It's come a long way, because, you know, in the beginning, they was coming through. I mean, dudes was coming in long tees, baggy pants. Like, but I'm starting to see more suits, more tailored looks. I have a worst-dressed man, though. Worst-dressed man, though. I do. Who's your worst-dressed man? Gunna. Then I'm gonna just listen. I understand. Oh, man, be with me. Gunna literally just throws on what the hell he wanted to throw on. Like he don't he just he wake up one day, he knew he had to be at the ward. He just threw on what he wanted to throw on. My dog had his Chanel bag. This he had the Chanel bag. He had like a white tee type vibe going on with another baggy top over it. Some baggy jeans. I, I don't and I even want to give him the he didn't even try. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Really so he just, just like But John Legend looked good too. And this and like how these yeah, young so. performers are showing up is a testament or like really shows like where the era is in music. Like they don't mm-hmm. take shit serious and that's mm-hmm. a problem for me. <laughs> like, do you want longevity in the business or do you want to be a gimmick or and a joke? Do you want to be taken serious? Yeah, so I now Megan the Stallion didn't look good either. Well, what we she already talked about, we already just, talk about yeah, Megan saying that she needs a stylist. We're not going to keep berating my, my baby Meg like that. That's my we baby, got too. It. I love her, too. She just didn't, she could have, she, no. Now, who, now, I want to talk about performances. Okay. We're moving to the performances. Right. I want to shout out, first of all, let me shout out the host, Regina Hall. Hall. Mm-hmm. She did an amazing job hosting. She didn't do too much. Mm-hmm. She did just enough for me. I like how she hosted. She was funny. She was quick. She was witty. I love, 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 love how she played on Beyonce's Homecoming, which is her Netflix special called it Homegrown. She really brought in like the DC vibe. Yeah, she she's brought from DC, attention right? to a lot of issues without making it too preachy. Too she poop, yeah. Did a shout out to DC because we all know that DC is, you know, being heavily gentrified. So she, you know, did a whole shout out to the Don't Mute DC movement. Shout out to all my people from DC, um, by the way. But I just liked the opening. The opening was hella high energy. It took me back to the days when me and my people used to have garage parties, the go-go music, just live living, having a good time. That opening was dope as fuck to me. Like literally got out my seat, was in here wilding out. Um, she brought out EU. You know, they did um did the song Doing yeah, the so- Butt. Okay, quick question. What is the is go go music? Because I've never really actually mm-hmm. listened to go go music. Okay. Is it like just a live version of a song? But it's Go-Go like to a music, different I guess tempo. You can say it's like a live version, but it's really like heavily drum infused, heavily beat, like heavy beats. Like 
it has its own distinct sound. Like okay. If I play a go-go song, you'll know a go-go song. Just yeah, because I literally song. never heard a go-go song. Yeah, so so it's maybe I just need to go to DC. Dope. Too. Like okay. I love, I like how she did it, and then she also brought up Taraji on stage. Like I seeing that sisterhood amongst you know black actresses was great to see. So yeah. shout out to Regina Hall. Regina Hall. Regina Hall for hosting and doing an amazing job of opening. I really love that. Now, my favorite performance of the night, which I want to say is odd, but usually it's not the best. Like, usually it's not the lifetime achievement performer who has the best performance. Usually it's like somebody who really shows up and shows out for you. You know what I'm saying? But this year, in my opinion, Mary J. Blige had the best performance out of y'all, everybody. Y'all and that had. says a lot. That says a lot about the new talent out there. You let a 50-year-old woman come <laughs> out there and bust y'all ass. Y'all. That says a lot about all the new performances. She came out there. Now, she did start off a little scraggly. But as you said, icons can start off, you know, a little rough and we'll give them a pass. But overall, she busted everybody's ass listen, last night. Listen. No questions asked. Y'all had... Mary J. Blige fucked up. Dropped him like she looked good. Like her body is amazing. Let she me re- looked let good. Let me repeat myself because I don't think y'all. I don't think you heard me. Y'all had Mary J. Blige fucked up. Auntie said she'll do her own shit. Yeah, because there's nobody out right now that could do her catalog justice. And that is sad as hell. I, couldn't like, think of, I can't think of one singer that could. And you know, it's probably some out there that could. Like, you know, maybe, you know. Um, nobody. Okay. There's nobody new out that I feel like could do her justice. You would have to call in, like, Monica. I'm just glad they didn't call in uh, Ledisi, Ledisi. Ledisi. Don't, don't be disrespectful. No, I'm not being disrespectful. The girl, the, lady, the woman can sing. Yeah, but but you, they call her for every tribute. Because that's a testament to her voice and that she can sing and she's talented, oh, but she, I don't feel like she would do a Mary J. Blige tribute Mary justice. Mary J. came out there with that cocaine white thigh high set she shorts. So Listen, good. when y'all see me in some shorts and some thigh high boots doing a two step, mind your biz. Yeah, she look good. Mind your biz. And I'm going I'm to get a wig. Blonde. Now, Platinum blonde. Now we agreed on the worst Platinum performance. Blonde. We agreed on the worst performance. And I want to make sure that, we put a disclaimer out. This is not, we're not saying this is the, well, I'll say, I'll speak for me. This was the worst performance for me because I thought it was corny and clown shit. Despite her. <laughs> you do clownery. Despite the girl <laughs> being able to twerk and play the flute and do all that shit at the same time, kudos to her, clap it up, whatever. But that performance, if you dissect that performance, it was. Are you talking about Lizzo? Yes, it yeah. was terrible. The performance was terrible. That was not an up to par performance. And I will take all the slander, whatever. And it's not because, oh, you know, she's, you know, a full-size woman, you know, whatever. Shout out. I always applaud women, no matter what the size, killing it. But you up there, and I don't give a fuck. It could be like, oh, Rihanna stood up for it. I don't give a damn what Rihanna stood up for. That performance was trash. I didn't like it. Well, what didn't you like about it? It was, for one, it wasn't together. I feel like it was poorly executed and it was all over the place. Like it was very amateur-ish. Like it's not, I don't feel like she put, in my opinion, like she put in enough time practicing it. Like she wasn't main stage ready to me. Okay, so she should have I feel like she should have been in the happy hour pre-show. She wasn't main stage ready. Despite all the, you know, current and surrounding hype around her, I get it. She didn't deserve to be on main stage in my opinion. Well, I didn't know who she was. Until I, I mean, heard when I heard the song, I thought about the Netflix movie. And um I am maybe in eighty percent agreeance with you because the performance I felt like needed to be happy hour type vibes. Okay. I it was a lot of extra going on. It was all over the place and it wasn't organ it was yeah. an unorganized chaos so, mess. I, I, okay. It make you make it sense because I just didn't like I said, I n- never knew who the girl was. The woman was. I don't even know. She's from Houston, Texas. I, I do know that, I believe. But I, 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 what I'm saying is I still don't, I'm not understanding the hype around her yet. Your guess is as good as mine. And I don't, I mean, I know she's talented because she can play the little flute. So she, and twerk she, at the know, same she time. She brought the flute and the, and the little twerk eight-step thing. 
but I, I don't understand the hype. I don't know if it was because of the Netflix movie. I don't know if it's because, you know, she just has good uh, management behind her. I still don't I know the hype. I honestly feel like we are in a time where people praise mediocre shit. Okay, well, if that's the case, I'm finna get out here and start um, fake rapping. And yeah, do my like, shit, and I that's do a girl me, group that's right now. Hating. That's not me hating. I just come from a time where people were truly, truly talented, and we didn't just let anything up on stage. Like, if Lizzo would have came out mm, maybe, say, five, maybe even, say, ten years ago. Oh, no, she wouldn't be out. And even some of these new rappers, they wouldn't even stand a fucking yeah, chance. No, they don't have the talent. It's a gimmick. Yeah. I mean, I like... These people that you see now, I guarantee you in a year or two, they won't be out. They, now, they will not be relevant. Now, I do want to address um, the opening, Cardi B and Offset. I thoroughly enjoyed Offset dancing. If Offset he can dance, if though. Offset can't do nothing else, he can, that dance. Nigga can dance. And people were sitting up there acting like the man can't, like he can't, like he shouldn't be dancing. The man been dancing. You like as a, a little boy. Like the that's thing, a clip. That he video comes like he comes from a dancing background. He was in Whitney Houston's video as a little boy Pop dancing. That dropping. boy can dance. So when he started dancing, I didn't think he was gonna be dancing. So when he started doing the little, when he started dancing, I said, yeah. okay. Offset said, "Y'all once again." Y'all got Offset. They had Offset fucked, fucked up last up. night. Fucked up. That isolation move he yeah. did with it. And somebody was, I think I seen somebody on Twitter say, uh, Chris Brown has two days to challenge. I'm not. I'm done with <laughs> I'm that. Done with I'm done with social media, that. actually. However, I did enjoy that performance. And to me, I already, I'm being biased anyway because Offset's my favorite, Migo. Okay. So the fact that he even just delivered, he consistently delivers, and he danced. And I enjoyed the dancing. Yeah, I, I will applaud Period. it. Because, you know, one thing I will say to piggyback off of you, there are not many rappers, if any, male rappers, men rappers, that perform rap and dance. Yeah. And I'm not talking about bopping up and down and shit. I'm talking <laughs> about choreography dancing. Like, one, two, boom, did, cat. I've literally watched that clip yeah. all day today. He did, he did an awesome. He, he they did, did a good job. Boom. Um, so. Who had the... Okay, we already did worst performance. Oh, Another person, a performance that I didn't really particularly care for. It's not bad. I just don't like the song. I don't. I haven't gotten into um, Old Town Road yet. Or oh, I'm not going to get into it. I don't like the song. Huh? That song what? don't do shit for me. Mm-mm. I'm going to take my horse to the Old Town Road. I don't like it. I love that song. Okay, so we talked about Best Dress. talked about Best I, Performers. Performance. I literally get happy when he performs. I don't. And it's not because of the song. It's because I had, like, literally the road it took for him to get there. Like, the man was taken off the country music billboard. Okay. His story, I can appreciate. So give I my, can appreciate give the my story, the but I still don't have to like the song. Okay, well, he has an EP out. So maybe you like you might like his other songs and not that song. He I'll was, give it a listen. Yeah, give it a listen. I'll be fair. Because yeah. one thing about me, I'm fair. Speaking of, new music did drop within, like, the last week or so. Yeah, and we, we have, we still on BT. We still on BT. Okay, I'm sorry. We still on BT. I got happy, y'all. Y'all know when I get happy, I get a little ADHD. Well, go continue. Well, I'm trying to think. How are we going to do it? Because if you want to, you know what we can do? We'll talk about the new music, and then we'll close it out with the final portion of the BT Awards and what I wanted to highlight about Tyler Perry and him winning the Ultimate Icon Award and what he said. Yeah, that'll be it. So what new music did you? I know what new music came out. What music were you you referring to? Everybody's. Okay. So... We had Trina. Trina's album came out. We had um And that album is really good. You liked it? I liked it. Like yeah. I liked it. You didn't like it? It's average. I just I, I gotta disagree. I just I did like that BAP song, Bop. That's that BAP song. BAPS too. is nasty. I, you, and you know why um, I love BAPS. I just I just feel like um it was like a one of them good average albums. Like, you know, she did say it took her six years to build up that material, but some of those songs we had already heard before. She just made a I remix like to them. Okay. So. So no, so no, uh, Trina. No, well, I didn't no. say no. No, it's okay. Yeah, like I enjoyed it. Okay. But it's not something that you know. If I'm on a road trip, I'm gonna be like, oh, turn on the Trina out. Okay. But I enjoyed it. But I enjoyed Trina anyway. Okay. Trina is a legend. 
Absolutely. She's not like she's not going anywhere. She's already yeah. like told us she's not going nowhere. Clearly. Um, let's see. Nicki Minaj came out with her Megatron single, and I know you're. She sure did. Big on. Um, I love Nicki. Nicki. So you like the song? I did like the song. I like the song from the perspective of knowing that I could see like it's versatile to me. Like I could see that being played in a little white club. Okay. L- little white girls, white boys. Feel up on me, shot, shot, shots. Like I can see that. I actually like the um the sample, which was um Heads High by Mr. Vegas. Okay. And you know I'm not even really a fan of reggae, reggae music because I, I told you I when that reggae say, come on, if it ain't flex, time to have sex, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> it's time to go. I wasn't impressed okay. by it, and I'm not saying it because I just want to say I'm not impressed. It's just she did deserve that hiatus that she that she took. She did take a hiatus. Mm-hmm. So when you're coming back from this hiatus and you drop something like Megatron, it's just like she's it's, it's it wasn't the it wasn't good for me. It wasn't what you wanted to hear. Yeah, from the, like, like if somebody I takes still, a hiatus and they come back, you want them to come back like hella hard. Like and I, can I know, and I know Nikki can come back and drop break just make you feel some type of way. Yeah. Okay, I can agree to so that. So maybe she's building up to that because I, I know like she's Nikki building up does to it. Because this song is not a bad song. Yeah, it's not a bad song. Not it's at a all. good song. It's a summary backdrop, real. That, that, if, that, that, yeah, like because if I get me a couple of drinks and you know, you know how I get when I intoxicated and next rated. Anyway, oh um, shit! Excuse me. K Camp came out with a new album. I'm not sure. I love K Camp. He's that so clearly old. went under the radar. I didn't even know. Yeah, K Camp. He he's so underrated. Like he just, you just gotta give it a listen. I told you to listen to that. K Camp was the one, ain't nothing cut that bitch off. Yeah, ain't nothing cut him off. Next person. You know, okay. You know what? It's nasty. That's nasty. <laughs> um, Rick Ross, he dropped a single for his Port of Miami two song, and now you know what? I got some shit to say. Oh my god. I am tired of Rick Ross's ass telling us he dropping Port of Miami two, and his fat ass ain't dropped it yet. No, for real. Stop playing. Like, at what point you gonna stop playing? Because, one, I feel like you playing with me. Rick Ross, do, he delivers some great albums. No. Yes, he Rick does. Rick Ross delivers great singles. No, he does. He delivers great albums, okay. Antonio. Oh, anyway, I'm tired. Part of Miami was a good album. It was. So, when you come, you need to hurry up with this Part of Miami, too, because we've been waiting. Like, I'm clear. I'm I'm hitting my wrist right now because we've been waiting. However, the actor fool song that he dropped, you know, mm-hmm. in, in, in reference to his album, it was it was decent. I liked okay. it. I'm just I ready. haven't heard it, but okay. Okay, well you need to listen to it. Um, Lil Baby did a song with Future. Okay. You haven't heard that either? No. Wow. It was good. I liked it. And, okay. and you can hear Future, because I do understand that when you said Future dropped that E P Save Me or something. That, like that. shit was trash. And let's see what else. Gucci Mane did a new album. We're not going to list everybody that came out. Because if I'm I almost done. If it ain't full upon these ears, like. Because you don't even try to listen to. You I don't actually try. do try to listen to people. No, I have don't. my favorites. And I like to listen to stuff that's worthy of me. Okay, well, I'm going to need you to tune into the, the and then YF, YFN Lucci did a Gangsta Grills. And whenever you do a Gangsta Grills or DJ Drama, nine times out of ten, those things are amazing. So I gave that a straight nine. Okay. Dope. Now, Double XL cover, since we're talking about music. Double XL dropped their cover. This is going to be a quick and brief discussion because Double XL. No, Double XL did drop, and I'm about to tell they you did. on the cover. I'm, no, and I'm telling you why. Why? Because the people on that cover, the majority of them Deserve. didn't need to be on there. They didn't. They didn't need to be. They on the did cover? not. There were. There are a few people on that cover that deserve to be on that cover. You looking at me like I'm saying something crazy? Blueface ass does not need to be on that cover. The boy cannot rap. Okay, that's the only one I'm agreeing with. You got Megan Thee Stallion on there. She deserves. Tierra Wack is on there. She deserves. She deserves. The what was the other young lady's name? Um, Lord, what is that girl's name? Rico Nasty. I haven't heard of her, but I did see a clip, and I know she can rap. But so 
double anyway. Let me get back to my point because you ready to tell me somebody don't deserve Blueface. Double XL to drop their cover. Of course, every year they drop a cover. Now the last couple, the last two years, they have just been off, like just off the radar. Mm-hmm. So this summer we got um, Comethazine. Don't know who that is, but Comethazine, Tierra Rack, the baby, Lil Mosey. I don't know who that is. Roddy Rich. Roddy Rich deserves. Okay. You haven't heard Roddy Rich. Roddy Rich is dope. Okay. Uh, YBN Corday. I think he performed with her yesterday. Um, doing that Malcolm uh, that X little, set. Okay. Black is you know black, black power. Whatever. Uh, YK si- Osiris. You've heard his song on the radio. That I'm perfect. She ain't got to be perfect song. Uh-huh. That's him. But okay. whatever. Rico Nasty, Megan Thee Stallion, and Gunna. This a good cover. This a good cover. You only I heard like Gunna. Megan I like I like Gunna. I like the baby. I like Megan Thee Stallion. I like Tierra Whack. Okay, that's enough. That's fine. Okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm don't and Blueface is on the cover, but we both agree that Blueface don't deserve. I don't even feel like he need, he just needs to sit his ass at the table and eat his food and be quiet and be quiet because that's mm, it's just that he be off beat off beat like the oh beat be chasing him God. and whipping his ass. Mortal Kombat and Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat Tekken, all that shit, <laughs> and his performance yesterday, last yesterday at the half, I mean on Sunday during the happy hour, turned me completely off because he did not perform. He was yelling at the audience, "Hey, y'all, come on and sing my song." No, nigga, BET put your ass up there to perform. Get your ass up there, put that mic to your mouth, and let's hit it. Let's go, like. Yeah. So I think right, like the last two weeks were good was good for music. I have been asking for some new music for a minute anyway. So I'm actually I'm happy. I'm a happy camper. So I we wanna wrap up the episode. Wrap it up. And I just wanted to, you know, just highlight the last portion. Mm-hmm. Oh, before we wrap up the last portion, I do just want to, you know, say rest in peace to Nipsey Hustle. Oh yeah, the marathon. The continues. BET Awards did do a nice tribute to him. They did. His mother, his grandmother, his father, of course, his um, wife, Lauren London, his yeah, kids were kids, up there. Yeah, that was sweet. So, you know, again, the marathon does continue. And, you know, rest peacefully to Nipsey Hussle because we lost him. And that's still been a you know devastating blow to many people. Yeah, people still. In the yeah. industry and outside of the industry. Yeah. Um, but I did want to close, you know, just pretty much tying back into everything with, you know, Tyler Perry. Yeah, that, um, that was your favorite moment. Like you are really, it really no, that like, was my favorite. Well, it was a powerful moment. And yeah, it was like you're really, really on stood that. out. Like you really, because really, he really talked his talk uh-huh. and really put people up on game just about how important it is as a people and as a community to own your own stuff. If you're going to do something, own it. Have it be your own so that way you can create opportunities and make opportunities for other people. And I think it really hit home for me because I really view our podcast in a way like the whole start of the podcast and why I wanted to start the podcast as the, you know, the tie in, like his reasoning on wanting to start your own stuff. Because, like, as I mentioned in one of our other episodes that we previously recorded, like, I was tired of having to wait for other people to give me an opportunity tired of, you know, being giving false promises and, you know, saying, Oh, you know, your time is coming, blah, blah, blah. Just give, you know, just give us time. I got tired of that shit. I wanted to grab life by the horns and create an opportunity for us to cross, to cross and Mm -hmm. for us to be able to finally build and do what I know that we're capable of doing. Yeah. Being, being where I know I'm supposed to be in the world. I'm, ti- I'm tired of, I don't want to say I'm tired of, you know, the corporate world. Like, I'm very appreciative of my job, but I know that God has given me talents that supersede all that. So the thing that he said that really stuck out to me the most was he said, why are y'all fighting for a seat at the table? Mm. I'll be down in Atlanta building my own. God damn it. Say it again, Antonio. Say it one more time. Mr. Tyler Perry said, and qu- quote, end quote, while quote y'all were fighting for a seat at the table, mm-hmm. I'll be down in Atlanta building my own. Praise him. So he's not waiting for to be seated at the table. He knows and believes in his own abilities to do what it is that he needs to do to provide opportunities for other people just like him. Right. 
Taraji P. Henson spoke to his greatness just saying that she, he was the first person that paid her her worth. Yeah. You know how many movies and TV shows Taraji P. Henson has been in before she ever did a first project for Tyler Perry? That speaks volumes. The same thing for Tika Sumter. She said the same thing. Mm-hmm. Tyler Perry, love him or hate, hate him or love him. He has been providing work for black people for years consistently yeah, and for people consistent. who wouldn't even stand a fucking chance in Hollywood. And the people that you see in Tyler Perry's movies, the majority of them would not stand a chance in Hollywood. I'm next. I'm Just, coming next. Mr. Tyler Perry, we coming next, but we're not going to put up a billboard like that girl did. After, Why would not, she do that? Not going to blast me on social media. Not going to blast me. I'm telling you, I'm about to pull up next. I'm going to have, I'm going to print me out a monologue. I'm going to find me one on Google. I'm going to print out a monologue and I'm going to make it work. I don't know if I'm going to be a crackhead. I don't know if I'm going to be. I could play a good crackhead. Yeah, you know what? You can. I, you know what? I could see. <laughs> I, you know what? I want to play one of them bitchy ass women that like just like like oh oh um yeah just like on um have and have nots the if bitchy lady. My dream role, if I were to be, I want to be like yeah. in a Tyler Perry like production or something like that. I would like to play. <laughs> I won't want to be no crackhead for my first role because that's just crazy. I could see myself playing like crazy ex boyfriend slash murderer, or I could play the really good guy. Yeah, I just, yeah, see, no, I really want to be like that bitchy ass. Why would you, why? Because I like all the villains in his movies. Well, like we're all putting the it out there. <laughs> Mr. Tyler Perry, if you hear us, if you got a little role in have and have nots, I'll slide up in there and, and say, hey, what's say, up? I mean, folks already, you know, be they already say, I, you know, my attitude is iffy anyway. So why wouldn't I just go ahead and put that? Just put it up. Yeah, I feel like that'll be good. Like one of them, like slap you across the face type women. Yeah. Bop. Boop. Boop. <laughs> so if you got so as we really finally close this episode, I just really want to end on a positive note. Just to anybody who's listening, if you are out there in the struggle trying to achieve a dream, you can do it. Because with every struggle comes a happy ending. There's nothing that you cannot do if you put your mind to it. You can do it, and stop waiting on others mm-hmm. to make those dreams come true get your ass up mm-hmm. put in the work grind and do whatever it is that you have to do to make that dream come true because it will happen it has to have hard work and dedication behind it i just need to let everybody know i got a mixtape coming out i'm working on it. you just told you just now see now see you ready to clown me you just told everybody wow that's crazy anyway y'all wait on my mixtape it's coming out right, that's it and you can just wait on another episode from us. <laughs> thank y'all for so, listening. Yeah. And again, thank everybody who has supported us. Yes, thank who has you. Genuinely supported the podcast by reposting Love y'all. the phone calls, DMs, texts, all that. I did like, not realize how many people like fuck with the idea. Like until it was time. Till until it was, till we dropped that video. Like what Nene say that day in that in that, in that Real Housewife episode when um Kenya threw her that charity event. I know I, I had so many friends. Many friends I, <laughs> I ain't know. I, listen, it's no, oh listen, it's no shade for real. It's no shade. I'm telling you, I did not know I had friends until I'm like, whoa. Like I, and some people I even forgot I followed yeah. until they started, you know, I, thank y'all so but much. I, and for like, the people that didn't, oh, okay. You don't even got to highlight that, but I just want to speak life into the people who did and i thank honestly you. can say that i truly appreciate it so again we thank you guys for tuning into this latest episode of crown conversation the podcast and we'll be back next week holla at your girl when you see me on the street